only promote the truth. Been a little bit since I've done a live scripture study. So I thought I would chime in today with a hot topic. Talking about this topic. It's been on my mind for some time. So as I get set here, it's been on my mind for some time. I just, it's been rubbing me and rubbing me. And I think it's just time that we just hit it head on. We talk about it, we chat about it, we dialogue, we get some clarity and some understanding. I think it's important that we get understanding, uh, that we could come together, that we could share, that we could learn, that we could be able to grow together. And regardless of what anybody thinks or believes spiritually or religiously, I believe dialogue is great. <clears throat> I believe information. You know, the scripture says, study to show thyself approved. You know, be ready, test everything. And so what I'd like to do today is I'd like to be ready. And I'd like to challenge you to be ready on this important topic that I'm calling God is not who you think he is. And I'm very confident in that. So I'm going to propose to you some things to think about. <clears throat> And then you get an opportunity to make some decisions. Because if you had an opportunity to live your life in truth or without truth, pick one. Which would you pick? Would you pick to be in truth? Or would you pick not to be in truth? So that gives me an opportunity, really, each and every day. I've got opportunities every day to decide, am I going to walk in truth or not? So let's talk about it. Let's, let's dive in and let's make sure that we dive in in a spirit of love. We're not here uh, as, as, to, you know, to talk trash to anybody or down anybody. And I don't, I don't condone that. I just say we got to talk. We got to look and find out where, why do we believe what we believe? So here we go. Shall we go in? Shall we go up? Thank you for everybody that's tuning in. People that are watching this live. People that are here at the broadcast. People that are getting this on the podcast. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to encourage you right now before we dive in to share, 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 share this. Share this with someone else that you know is interested in learning higher truths. Not what somebody told us, but what we actually came to know. So share this, share this, share this. And here we go. Let's go in. The title, the topic, God is not who you think he is. I'm confident in saying that because most people think when they say God, who do they believe they're referring to? 
So if you are on this live, if you're somewhere where you can type in comments, I want you to be very interactive with me today. I want you to type in, as I ask you questions, just do the best you can. Nobody's judging anybody here. We're going to have some great dialogue. If you ask most people, who do they think God is? What are most people going to say? They're going to think that they're talking about the creator of all. That's how I was raised. I was raised up in the South. At the time of this re recording and this live, I'm 53 years of age at this time that this was broadcast. And I was taught all those years, for years and years and years, up until 2007. I was born in 1968. So let's do that, 78, 88, 98. You're talking almost 40 years of my 53 years on this earth that I believed that the word God was referring to the supreme being of all. And maybe as up until now, you're thinking that's who it is. But I want to challenge you today, and I'm confident in what I'm saying, that the name, the word G-O-D, God, is not, absolutely not, who the supreme being, the creator of everything is. So if, if that is the case, what in the world is going on? How many people would be shocked to find out that when they say God, that is not the creator of all? So I'm going to read something to you out of the Encyclopedia Britannica, very prestigious encyclopedia, 11th edition, the Encyclopedia Britannica, the 11th edition, I've got it pulled up over here, it says about the origin of the word God, see, we got to go back and look at the origin, where everything we say, English is like the newest language in the world, so we got to be careful in these where these words came come from, so I'm going to go back to the origins, and it says of the word God, it's the common Teutonic word for a person, personal object of religious worship. Break it back again. The common Teutonic word for a personal object of religious worship applied to all superhuman beings of heathen mythologies. The word God on the conversion of the Teutonic races to Christianity was adopted as the name of the one supreme being. This word was just recently in history adopted. Adopted meaning it was not ever up until recently no one referred to the supreme being of all as G-O-D, ever. It came from heathen, pagan, other words, evil mythologies. <clears throat> 
What's a mythology? What's a myth? Something that's not true. Something that doesn't exist. It's a story that's made up. It's folklore. And people, they get into it because people like to dream, people like to imagine, but it's not real. That's what mythology means. But take it to another level of not real, a heathen mythology. This is crazy when you think about it. Now, how can we back this up to see if this could possibly be true? And I'm going to challenge every one of you to do something that I did not do until 2007. So from 1968 to 2007, almost 40 years later, so 39 years later, give or take a few, I didn't do it. See this thing here? Called, people call this a Bible. This happens to be an NIV, New International Version. It's a very common one from today. So let's go into the NIV, and I didn't do this. It's called the beginning of your Bible, which is titled the preface, the preface or the preface. <clears throat> and in here, I highlight it. You can see here where I got this highlighted. So for almost 40 years, I never did this, and I want to challenge you to go do this. So I open up the preface, go in, and then it says, in regard to the divine name, and then it puts these capital letters, Y-H-W-H, commonly referred to as the Tetragrammaton. Tetragrammaton stands for the four vowels of the name of the Creator. The translators adopted, oh, we hear the word adopted again. So we got the Encyclopedia Britannica saying that this word God was adopted. And then over here in a Bible, it says in regards to the divine name, puts the Tetragrammaton letters there, commonly referred to as the Tetragrammaton, the translators adopted the device used in most English versions of rendering the name as Lord in capital letters to distinguish it from Adonai, another Hebrew word rendered Lord, for which small letters are used, wherever the two names stand together in the Old Testament as a compound name of God. They are rendered sovereign Lord. So now we've got that in the NIV. Hold on. Let me go grab a uh, New American Standard. So here goes a New American Standard version of the Bible. Let me go to this preface. See, that's the preface, the preface, preface. I go here. You can see I've got some notes because I hadn't done it for about 40 years. Then it says here, it says, the proper name of God in the Old Testament. In the scriptures, the name of God is most significant and understandably so. So they admit in the New American Standard that this is a very significant thing, the name. It says, it is inconceivable to think of spiritual matters without a proper designation for the supreme deity. Thus, the most common name 
for the deity is God. Are y'all listening? Are y'all hearing what I'm hearing? People, I can't even believe that people would even have the audacity to write this. <clears throat> that they're saying, uh, it's commonly used, traditionally used. We chose to put God. A translation of the word Elohim, which in Hebrew should be Allah, Elohim, Elohim. On, it says, one of the titles for God is Lord, a translation of Adonai or Adunia. There is yet another name which is particularly assigned to God as his special or proper name. That is the four letters, and then it puts the tetragrammaton, spoken of in Exodus 3, 14, Shema, sign name Exodus, <clears throat> and Yahshayahu or Isaiah 42, 8. This name, <clears throat> I want y'all to listen carefully what I'm about to say here. This name has not been pronounced by the Jews because of reverence for the great sacredness of the divine name. Therefore, it has been consistently translated as Lord. Ah. So they say, all oh, the Jews, they won't say this name, but they won't tell you which Jews they're talking about. They don't say when you go study that this Jews here they're talking about, the Yahudim, which is the real name, was from the sect of, you've heard this word before, most of you, the Pharisees and the Sadducees sect. Not all. It's like saying all Americans believe the same thing or all Germans believe the same thing. It's not, you can't just group it all together. That's the problem. People don't take the time overall and go study and they hear just generalities. These people that don't say the name are the people that the Savior was arguing with when you do some study. The whole time he was here and he was saying to these Sadducees and Pharisees, you don't enter and you're preventing others from entering. And when you ask people, why is it that they killed the Savior? Why is it that he, so from a, a humanistic standpoint, why was the Savior killed? We know that he came to give his life for us, but what was the reasoning that they said that they gave for killing him? They called it blasphemy. And this sect of, quote, Jews had made it blasphemy to say the name of the creator. Only the priest in the temple could say the name. But the Savior said, my father's name, I come in my father's name. The Savior says in John 17, Yahukun in 17, Father, I have kept them in your name. Father, I have revealed your name. You see, his name is who he is. Your name is who you are. And in the scriptures that you've been reading for years, how important is the name? Oh, I bet you want your name written in the book of life, don't you? Because it says in the scriptures, that your name, 
must be written in the book of life. Do you want anybody to mess that name up when it comes to eternal life? Oh, no. People say, don't get my name messed up when you get the scrolls out. I want you to get my name right. Well, why is it that we don't have the creator's name right? Come on. Let me keep going. Let me grab another one here. Here goes the new King, oh, King James. And this is a new King James. And as you can see here, I'm in the preface. See, preface up there, see preface? And you see I've got some things <clears throat> underlined. It says the covenant name of God was usually translated from the Hebrew word as Lord or God using capital letters as shown in the King James Old Testament. The tradition is maintained. I'm going to keep going and come back there. In the present edition, the name is so capitalized whenever the covenant name is quoted in the New Testament from the passage of the Old Testament. It said the tradition is maintained. The tradition is maintained. And the Savior says, you set aside the commandments of my Father for the traditions of men. The traditions not the commands, not the word of the Most High, but the traditions of men people have fallen for. Why is this so significant? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to grab here a translation. I've got it on my phone from the scriptures from South Africa. I also use the BNYV from... Uh, Torzo from Lou White. He's got an incredible BNYV version. But if I go here and I go to Revelation, y'all should go there with me. And I go to Revelation chapter 12 and I look at verse 9. It says, and the great dragon was thrown out. What was he thrown out of? Of the heavens. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who leads the entire world astray. He was thrown to the earth and his messengers were thrown out with him. It says that Satan, the devil, was thrown to the earth and he goes about and, and, and completely leads the entire world, deceives the entire world. Who would think such a thing could happen? That the name above all names, the most important name, your name, my name is not the most important. His name is the most important, the name above all names. Oh, let's take a tradition and let's replace it. Why? If you were Satan and you hated the creator of all, you were in a battle with him, what would be one of the most incredible things you could pull off in regards to him? What about let nobody know who he is? You see, if somebody leaves you an inheritance, you better believe you better know their name and you got to identify yourself. What is your ID? What is his ID? Well, let's go see how important this is. Let's go back to Barashah, sign named Genesis. You've heard that book. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shema. Exodus, sign named Exodus. Let's go to chapter three. In Exodus, Shema, chapter three. Let's go right around verse 14. Let's read Exodus 3, 14 through 16. 
Let's see what Yahoo is saying about this. Because that's his name. And Eloah, Alua, which means the mighty one, said to Musha, who you know as Moses, I am that which I am. And he said, thus, you shall say to the children of Israel, Israel, I am has sent me to you. The Hebrew text reads, Aya, Asher, Aya, I am that I am. And Alua, the mighty one, further said to Musha, thus you are to say to the children of Israel. Then he puts his name right there. He says, Yahuwah. Yod, hey, ua, hey. Those are the Hebrew letters. Four vowels. That tetragrammaton that they were talking about in your Bible translations. You remember that. Don't discard that because now we're getting into it. <clears throat> so now we're getting into it. Don't discard the words that the translators decided to adopt. Listen to what they were saying in their preface. They gave acknowledgement that there is a tetragrammaton standing for four vowels. Those four vowels are yod, hey, ua, hey, ya, yahua, yahua. So in this verse, the most high, the Anilua said further to Musha, thus you are to say to the children of Yashriel, Yahuwah, Alua of your fathers, the Alua of Abraham, the Alua of Isaac, the Alua of Yaakov, Isaac and Jacob, right? Has sent me to you. Now listen to what he says. This is my name forever. Are we still in forever? Are we still in forever? He said, Yahuwah, the Allah of your fathers. Then he names Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. He says, I'm the one that has sent you, Musha, Moses. And you tell those people that Yahuwah is my name forever. And this is my remembrance to all generations. It's right there in chapter 15, Exodus. But if you go pick up your modern English Bible, it's going to say the word Lord or God in there because it was replaced. His name was replaced. And the Encyclopedia Britannica, it says in the 11th edition, who this God is that everybody's talking about. It says it's, a, it's applied to those superhuman beings. Yahuwah is not a superhuman. He is the most high. Superhuman beings of heathen mythologies. The word God on the conversion of the Teutonic races to what? Christianity was adopted as the name of the one supreme being. It was adopted. So all these people out there that think that they're being obedient and that they're giving reverence to the Most High are actually calling the Most High by a heathen, heathen word. 
and the translators admit it. That's what's so crazy. This ain't difficult. We don't have to sit around and have a big debate about this. This is obvious. They said in the preface that they take the name, which is the four letters. They give reasons why they don't want to say it. They try to blame it on the Jews as a whole. They don't say that the Jews they're talking about is the Pharisees and the Sadducees, not the Nazrium, the Yahudim Nazrium. What do you say? Yahusha. We're going, I'm going to do another one about the Savior's name, by the way. How many of y'all like for me to do another one about the Savior's name? But Yahusha is from Nats, what? Nazareth, Nazrim. He says, I am the vine, you are the Nazarene, which means branches. Woo! God is not who you think he is. It ain't no who I thought he was. I had to get, I had to go question everything. Let me tell y'all what took me here. I was praying and praying and praying and praying. And then sometimes it would happen, sometimes it wouldn't. And then when the Savior says, you should ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. How many of you seen that before? And then how many times have, how many times have you prayed for something and it not happened? And I kept saying, well, if he said I can ask him for anything, and he says he will do it. He didn't say maybe sometimes. He goes, you may ask me for anything in my name. But what happens if you got his name wrong? And you're asking him for the inheritance. Say you were left the inheritance and you go down and say James Smith was your dad and he left it to you. Say your name was, was Susie Smith and you go down and you say Fred Thompson left me an inheritance. They're going to say, we don't have an inheritance here for you from a Fred Thompson. You better, Are you sure you got the right one? Name? We know it's critical because it's the identifier. Okay, let's go to Yasha Yahoo. 42.8. Yasha Yahoo, also known now as Isaiah. So his name has been paganized because he has a part of Yahoo's name in his name. That's why they changed it. I can save you a bunch of research or you can go do it. Yasha Yahoo. Yasha means salvation, Yahoo, Yahuwah. Salvation is Yahuwah, the most quoted prophet of all time. His name is salvation is Yahuwah. That's his name, Yahshua Yahoo. Go to chapter 42, 8, the most quoted prophet of all time. In Yahshua Yahoo 42, 8. Let's see what he said. I'm going to go over there. You can pick it up. But if you got, if you don't have the right translation, you will have a pagan word. And that pagan word in Yahshua Yahoo 42, Eight should let you know that they've lied to you. Yahshua Yahoo 42.8. He says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. And my esteem I do not give to another, nor my praise to idols. Now, in this version over here, the New King James and the NIV, New American Standard, guess what it says? I am the Lord. That is my name. We already know this is a lie when we hear that. Because Lord at best is a title, meaning master. That would be the best thing we could give. Lord is not a name. It is a description. It is a title at best. 
That's at best. At worst, it means Baal. So if you go over and, and you research in the Encyclopedia Britannica on the word Lord, you will find out that it means Baal, who they were always arguing about, who people were running after. They were falling away from following the truth. They started following Baal, also known as Lord. But let's save that for another video. Let's stay focused on your translation of your King James or your NIV or your New American Standard. In your Bible, you got in your house now, in Isaiah 42, 8, it's going to say, I am the Lord. That is my name. And you have to say that is a lie. That is the not the truth. That's not his name. So we know something's wrong. I happen to have some of the earliest writings, some of the earliest scriptures in the world. In the world, When I look at them, if I go look and start reading and I get to the Hebrew words, which it was written in Hebrew, I come up and say, I am, right? Haya. It's going to say, Haya Yahuwah. The Hebrew word, Haya, I am. Yahuwah. Yo. Hey, ua, hey. And then he says, what? That is my name. Now, if the creator of all tells you what his name is, and you say, nah, I'm going to ignore what you said your name is. And he comes and tells you, my esteem, I do not give to another. What he's saying is, don't you call me something else, nor my praise to idols. Now he's saying, if you call him something else, that's an idol. Come on. Let's go get back into Yahshu. Salvation is Yahuwah. Isaiah 52, verse 6. Go up to 52, 6. What are you going to do with this one? It tore me up when I started reading this stuff when I knew the truth. Yahshu. 52, 6. Isaiah 52, 6. He says, Therefore, my people shall know my name. Therefore, my people shall know my name in that day, for I am the one who is speaking. See, it is I. Now go back up to verse 5. I wanted to say that to you first. Yes, Yahoo, Isaiah 52, 5. And now, what have I here, declares Yahuwah, that my people are taken away for nothing, for not? Those who rule over them make them cry? declares Yahuwah, and he says, and my name is despised all day continually? Then he comes back and says, therefore, my people shall know my name. See? You see how I set that up for you to get the importance? Yahuwah said that there are oppressors, translators, who have deceived you, who got you into misery. That's why we... He had to take them out of Egypt, which the real name for Egypt is Mitzriam, where we get the word misery from. You need to start doing some etymology. We should start teaching people to study why does this word mean something? Where did this word come from? Mitzriam, misery. Have you been in misery? Have you had all kinds of misery? Yahuwah is saying to you, the translators, the leaders, the teachers have misled us. And, and not only have they misled us, 
They despise his name. Why do they despise his name? Because they are ruled, Revelation 12, 9, by Hashatan, the adversary, the devil himself. He goes about and deceives the entire world. He doesn't want you to know Yahuwah. He doesn't want you to know his name because the power is through his name. What did Kappa? You know who Kappa is? We know him as Peter. Look at the difference. Peter, Kappa. Not one person on earth was ever calling him Peter. Not one person. If you would have ran up to him and said, hey, Peter, nobody would know what the hell you're talking about. His name was Kappa. You hear that? Ah? Because his name means something. His name means the rock is Yahuwah. Kapha was in the upper room, Acts chapter 2. And Kapha, they were praying. And they were there because the Savior told them to go there and wait for the promise of the Spirit. And that the Spirit would come down and be in them. See, once you call upon his name, the Spirit comes in you. And in Acts 2, verse 21... Kapha walks out of the upper room. He starts quoting Yael, Yael, sorry, Yael, who we know as Joel. Nobody knew no Joel back then. His name was Yael, which means Yahuwah is the mighty one. So Kapha was quoting Yael, Yael, 2.32. Get your scriptures out. Go look at 2.32, and it is, it is word for word what Kaffa said in Acts 2.21. He was literally quoting, and he says it at the beginning of chapter 2 when he begins to talk, when he walks out of the upper room after the Spirit has come upon him. And nobody could understand why all their languages were being spoken to where they could understand it from people who were right there from the Nazareth area. And Kaffa said, like y'all said, all and it shall come to pass. And it shall come to pass that all who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. And it shall come to pass that all who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. Point blank. Now, why would one of the first things Kaffa say coming out of the upper room be all who call on the name of Yahuwah? Why would he say that if Yahuwah didn't want you to say his name? They killed the Savior because the Savior said, Haya, Asha, Haya. He says, I am that I am. Yahuwah. And the priest ripped his clothes and said, we don't need no other witnesses. That man there, the Savior, he claims to be the Most High himself. You see, he is Yahuwah, the Savior, that came to this earth. His name is simple. Yahusha. Yahu, Yahuwah, Shah, salvation. His name is Yahuwah's salvation. So if everybody's looking for salvation, if everybody's looking for freedom, it comes through only one name. 
So back to the title, I'll wrap this up. God is not who you think he is. He just is not. If you were thinking that God is the most high and there is some power in the name of God, you have been sadly deceived like I was for years. And since 2007, I have put that name away. And I'm only saying it now so that you, for teaching purposes, and I'm literally saying it to tear it down. Because the scriptures tells us to tear down their idols. Now we got an issue. If we live in the United States of America, don't we have a big challenge? Because what is on our money? And who we trust? Uh-oh, we got an issue. When we say the pledge, who we pledge allegiance to? Under under who? One nation under who? Now, I don't know about y'all, but y'all should be, it should be ringing your spirit right now. That on our money, it says, in G-O-D we trust. And our Pledge of Allegiance says that one nation that is under G-O-D. And G-O-D, fact, is from heathen mythology <laughs> to take away. Now, when I clicked on more etymology of it, it said, also see Zeus, another heathen Greek mythological character. So what are we going to do about this? Are we going to throw our hands up and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe we were deceived to where an entire, the most powerful country in the world has said they're ple pledging their allegiance to a heathen mythological character. Y'all ready for this? That doesn't exist. It's make-believe. And who it, who it gives allegiance to is Satan himself. He has now robbed you of the relationship with the one and only name above all names, Yahuwah. So I hope I've done an effective job helping to tear that idol down, helping to help you help you understand that God just isn't who you think he is. Because guess what? I know a lot of these people listening to me now, listening, looking, depending on how you're getting this broadcast. I know a lot of you are going, man, I had no idea. And hopefully you appreciate it. You know, before I came into this video, I was sitting there. <clears throat> my wife was watching. We had some friends that are here at the house. And they didn't know what I was doing, but I was just writing down Hebrew letters. I said, I'm going to write these down so I can show them to some folks. So I was just writing that down. And I was writing down how when, when Musha Moses was up on the mountain, and he said, I am, and he went and started writing with his own finger, he wrote his name this way. And Hebrew write, reads from right to left. English goes from left to right, but Hebrew goes that way. So with his own finger, he said, I am Yahuwah. Now, modern Hebrew, which is really just a, another, it's a Babylonian Hebrew. It's where they took on the, Bab the Aramith. This changed. So these letters change. And so over in Israel now, they don't write in paleo or original Hebrew. They write in in Aramaic Babylonian Hebrew. 
because they were taken captive into Babylon. And so they're not even writing with the original Hebrew. So this letter became that letter. This letter became that letter. This letter became that letter. And this letter, again, is the same as the second one became that one. So that's still, and I just spelled it in the English way, Yahuwah. Simple. Then I came down here and I said, well, maybe this was just coming to me by the Spirit. Everybody knows, or if you go type in, who is the prime minister of Israel? His name is Benjamin Netanyahu. Benjamin Netanyahu. Right now, the prime minister of Israel is Benjamin Netanyahu. I love that he's the prime minister for this one fact. His name, his last three letters of his name is the first three letters of Yahuwah's name. Look. Netan, Natan, Yahu. See that? Natan, Yahu. So you see that right there? Yo, hey, Ua. Look right there. Yo, hey, Ua. The only thing missing is that last hey. So if you just put that last hey there, that's Yahua. So when people say, well, you can't say it, or they try to say Yahweh or Yahovah and all that, I'm like, y'all are tripping. Because a third grader can understand what I just showed, true or false. A third grader can say, if that letter right there is an ah there, and if I just take that letter and put it there, it's still an ah. That's it. So Benjamin Netanyahu, he's got Yahuwah's name in it. And this means Natan, Natan just means the giver. His name is the giver is Yahuwah. That's the prime minister's name. And if you go search it on the internet, they even talk about that his name is, is towards the creator. I love it. And then there's a word that all of you have said one time or another in your life. Hallelujah. You don't even know why you say it. Pronounced the same in 24,000 languages. It's the only word in the world that's pretty much pronounced the same in all languages. That word right there. Hallelujah. Alleluia. Alleluia. Now notice that Yahuwah's name is in Alleluia. So Alleluia, you'll catch it. All I got to do is remove those two laments. So that, that two, those two L's, I take out those two L's. Look what I got. Yeah, ah, there's the U, ah. So what does Alleluia mean? Alleluia means praise be to who? Yah, Alleluia means praise be to who? Yah. If you ask most people, what's Alleluia mean? They say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I heard it all my life. Forty years. I heard praise the Lord. Well, then that would say Alleluia. Aden. If it was praise the Lord, it would be Alleluia. Aden for Aden Adunia or Adonai. It don't say. It don't say that. It says, hallelujah, praise Yah. They don't want you to know. Satan don't want you to know. The translators don't want you to know. The traditionalists don't want you to know. Organized religion for sure don't want you to know. Because if you know, you're going to stop feeding the beast. The beast. Revelation 12, 9. You're going to stop feeding the dragon. Hopefully this has helped a lot of people. If it has, drop me some comments. Show me some love. If you don't like this, I understand 
the power of tradition, call on the name of Yahuwah and watch what happens. Ask Yahuwah if what I've said today, go in the shower, go in the tub, yell out and say, Yahuwah, save me. And he promised if you repent, you just repent, say, I was wrong. I've been misled. People done tricked me. I got tricked, allowed myself to get tricked, didn't know any better, whatever reason. Just call on the name of Yahuwah. And he says he will save you. He will come and be in you. You will be given words to say, like I was given words to say today. This is not from me. This is from that spirit. Ooh, chills all over me. This is from Yahuwah, Ruach, the spirit, Ruach, is talking through me because I called on his name in 2007. Hallelujah. I love y'all. Now, I'm going to drop in the comments a video that breaks down his name, the Savior's name. Actually, I'll put it also on his post. But if you go over to promotethetruth.com, you can see the name of the creator video where we break this down meticulously. I wrote every single word of that script. So everything you heard being spoken, I wrote it through Yahuwah Ruach to explain. You can stop and rewind, go back and forth and share that video. It's on YouTube too. Go to youtube.com forward slash promote the truth. We got other teachings on there. If you enjoyed this, Go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Share the channel out. Go over and, and, and check out PromoteTheTruth.com. And we hope to bless you with more truth. In the very near future, I'm going to do another video that's called Jesus is not who you think he is. That's going to be a good one, too. Love y'all. Praise be to Yahuwah. Bye-bye. Only promote the truth.